We have become a breeding ground for Australian uh, NRL clubs, and now what it looks like for the NZRL to promote Australians into jobs within Australian structures. And for me, being an ex-Kiwi, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually hurting. That'll do it. Wonderful performance by the world champions. Clinical. The Australian Diamonds win the opening test of the 2023 Constellation Cup in style. Here at John Kane Arena in Melbourne. They have beaten the Silver Ferns by 50 goals to 40. Malcolm comes in with a tackle. Ellis dummy just lots of numbers here. Fawcett and the first by Titan. And yes, it is locked down. Yes, he gets over. Andy Ellis has scored a worldie and not even one of the best lawyers in the world to defend that. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. The mountain top, walk on water. I got power, feel so royal. One second, I'ma strike for you. Diamond, platinum, no more for you. That adrenaline, never giving in. Giving up's not an option, gotta get it in. Witness, I got the heart of 20 men. No fear, go to sleep in the lion's den. That glow, that spark, that crown. You're looking at the king of the jungle now. Stronger than ever, can't hold me down. 100 miles gunning from the pitch's mouth. Straight game face. Kia good morning and welcome in. It is SENZ, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. A banger to start the day, Izzy. I, I couldn't come in Woo! any earlier than I did <laughs> because I was just enjoying you uh, going. It was like, a, you know when you're going over rough country roads and you've got a bobblehead on your dashboard? That was you in your chair going off to that song. Good oh, morning, let's brother. be honest. I was, I was a deflated balloon before that song came on, but I'm up. Already referred. It's oh. Friday. Good morning to you, Rick. Yeah, oh, morning, doing, brother. I'm good, brother. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm well and truly up for. Uh, we got a big day, man. Big day. Of course, last day before the Rugby World Cup quarterfinals. And Izzy, I know we got a few. We got some housekeeping to do. We'll get to that. But All Blacks have put their team out, <laughs> and woo, there you go. Uh, Is there a reason you're wearing that t-shirt? What my? It's a hydro <laughs> bright t-shirt. green. Oh, bright green. Oh yeah. Oh, what's up this week? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Are you right. kidding me, Rick? Dog. Oh mate. Oh there. Well, there you go. Look, it's it's it's. Uh, I I guess it's just meant to be. It's just what came out of the drawer this morning, mate. To be honest. <laughs> Emerald green. Oh. Emerald green. Uh, uh, it looks good, I must say. It would look even better with blonde hair. But anyway, <laughs> it is a big week. It is a look big like week. Look like Mate, it's it's a huge weekend. I, I'm absolutely fizzed, and I mean, the worst kept secret has been confirmed with the All Blacks team being named. And uh, so we're going to rip into that throughout the day. But mate, um, it doesn't get any bigger. You got the races all Saturday, straight into the election. And then you got to try and find some sleep to get up and, and do the All Blacks Sunday morning. It is an awesome weekend to be a sports fan, just a Kiwi, to watch, hopefully, Kiwis get the job done. 
Yeah. Come on. Come on. And, and then, you know, there's so much other stuff going on, too. We've got another Constellation mm. Cup game. We've got another Cricket yep. World Cup game for the Black Caps. Uh, we've got mm. two NPC quarterfinals. We've got the finals of the Heartland. Uh, we've got three other quarterfinals for the Rugby World Cup as well. And uh, we are going to uh, catch up with Andy Ellis, who's in France after seven, and he's going to recap all of that. We'll get his reaction to that All Blacks team as well. Ken Early, Irish journalist, uh, he's going to mm. come on about 7.40. We'll get an Irish take. And... Uh, after 8 o'clock, uh, is he uh, uh, very lucky to have uh, mm. one, one, a, bit of, a bit of racing royalty in New Zealand? Mark Chittick, the, yeah. uh, the owner of the favourite at the Everest, coming on the show as well. The hottest uh, person in town at the moment. Everyone wants a, a taste and a piece of Mark Chittick. He's obviously got, I wish I win, in the Everest race. Kiwi owned, Kiwi bred sprinter that everyone is hoping that can come Saturday Later on in the evening, the Owashai win gets the job done and gets paid. Get that $7 million for first place. It is big money. Steve Hansen's felt, felt a bit of success in the Everest, obviously with Nature Strip. Yeah. So he knows what it's like and had a chat to him when I worked with him the other week. It's a pretty special moment. doesn't get any bigger than this. And Mark Chittick be absolutely frothing at the mouth to get into Saturday and hopefully get it done. It just, look, there's been a lot of concerns to talk about the barrier one, you know, the draw and situations like that. But, mate, anything can happen in those races. Get himself into a position. We know it goes back at start. Get himself out. Luke Nolan's riding. Get it out. Get into a good, solid position to get it home. It's only 1,200 metres. There's only concerns it could get trapped. But, mate, um, come on. Yeah, mate, it's going to, it's a massive, massive weekend. That is a massive race. Be like, only that always be like winning a lotto every weekend. Uh, a text has just come through from John. Is Uncle going to the Kiwis job? Uh, no, he, he uh, well, we actually we don't know. He's caught in six, but maybe that's re- maybe that's the reason why. He's awake though. He's awake though. He's always. He should awake. be here. Yeah, yeah. he's awake. He's already messaging me. He's already messaging me. He's awake. He should be in there, but that's okay. Uncle, he deserves a, a nice little recur. He's been a bit under the weather lately, but. Um, Oh, there's plenty to get through, Rick Dog. Where do we start? Well, let's start with that all-black team, hey? Here it is for you officially, officially. Uh, Ethan DeGroote, Cody Taylor, Tyrell Lomax are your front row. Brody Retallick, Scott Barrett are your locks. Shannon Frizzell, Sam Kane, Artie Savia is your loose trio. Aaron Smith, Richie Mawanga are in your halves. Your midfield, Geordie Barrett, Rico Yuani. The wings, Lester Fainganuku and Will Jordan. Fullback is Bowden Barrett. It's the bench where there are some, uh, I think, question marks. Uh, Dane Coles, Tamaiti Williams, Fletcher Newell are the front row reserve. Sam Whitelock is your locking reserve. Dalton Papali'i in ahead of Ethan Blackadder is the loose forward reserve. Finlay Christie in as the halfback reserve ahead of Cam Roygaard, Damian McKenzie and Anton Leonard-Brown round out the resi. So no Mark Talia either. So that oil that you had as eat was very good. Yeah, look, uh, worst kept secret in uh, in New Zealand sport. I, I hear the All Blacks are pretty um pretty distraught, and they're trying to find out who the leaks are. So look, I hope that they can get to the bottom of of that. Um, yeah, look, when you when you go through the team, you get to uh, you know one to ten, you kind of think that's just that's normal. Obviously, Leicester's inclusion has been confirmed that Mark Talia broke team protocols, so there's probably going to be more coming out of that. Um, so uh, that's Leicester Flying Nuku's opportunity, but then you go to Finlay Christie. You know, Finlay Christie. And look, 
I'm not saying he's a bad player, but Cam Rogard has been that good in my eyes. Mm. And I know Matt came through and spoke about his game. Yes, he has a few few things in his game that it probably needs a lot of work. But in saying that, I think his positives and his strengths outweigh those negatives in terms of, you know, when you're going in a game, when you when you're playing against the Irish team and you need to be competitive in that last 30, I just think his impact off the bench in that last 30 is better than Finlay Christie's. So that that was very surprising, uh, Rick Dog. And I know I went through the socials once the team was named, and everyone is absolutely up in arms about it. It's, um, but hey, that's what Fozzie does, likes to keep us on each of our seats. And uh, But yeah, I was very, very surprised, mate. Were you? Yeah, well, yes and no. Uh, I mean, mm. I, I was talking to Mark Hinton last night. He's up in France at the mm. moment. And we were talking about this leaked team and whether or not it was correct. Uh, and, you know, the the, the basic uh, take on it was, like, if you need to win that game, Cam Roygaard gives you an option to win it off the bench. Finlay Christie is a very safe, conservative option. He's seen as a better defender. And that feels like a very fuzzy selection. Mm, yeah, that's what I was hearing too. I, I got the, I got the breakdown on the reasoning for Roygaard um, being uh, being uh, excluded and uh, Finlay Christie coming in is just his defensive strengths and obviously his aggressive nature and you know probably just a little bit of mung, more mongrel than Cam Roygaard, which I it's hard to believe for me because I've seen a lot of mongrel in young Cam Roygaard. He can defend soundly. I don't I, look. I just think it's uh, disappointing. But hey, um, they've selected this team, and this is a team hopefully that is going to save my lid, save my lid come Monday. Because uh, you know, when you think one to twelve, that was pretty predictable. They haven't made too many adjustments and changes to the starting fifteen. But you spoke about it. Our bench is where we need to bring impact, and we need to start well. Uh, we'll know ten to fifteen minutes into this game where we sit, where we sit. Yeah, I mean, I look at the bench, and you mentioned that, because Anton Leonard-Brown is a very good player, but again, he's kind of a midfield back that you bring in. Uh, he's not the most explosive on, on attack, but he's very solid defensively. So it feels like, in terms of attacking weapons off the bench, if you need a game-changing, you need to win a game, Damian McKenzie's it. Mm, he is. And, and after the last couple you, you, uh, weeks, when he's just shown absolute class coming off the bench, I've had to change my tune. You know, I thought probably just a little bit too erratic, maybe when the pressure's on, can go a little bit individual. But he's actually shown signs that he's matured with his decision-making over the last couple of months. And man, he'll bring that impact off the bench. Anton Leonard-Brown, um, well, that's a safe option, like you've just said. He fills in a, a lot of options there. He'll go in the midfield and, and you know, he can cover both positions very, very well. And if that happens, they get an injury on the outside, he can flip in and Rico can go to a wing. So there's a lot of utility factor to having Anton in there. I think the big question is, is Dalton Papali'i, is that an inclusion because they're worried about Sam Kane's endurance, potentially going the full 80 to cover that position? I thought they could have been brave there and potentially gone with Ethan. He can cover every position along the back or he can go to number eight and then push Ari Savia to seven. But hey, he hasn't had enough uh, minutes under his belt. So this is the team. Uh, this is the team, uh, Rick Dog, that's um, going to hopefully push Ireland to a, a pretty competitive game and, and come over the top. But, mate, time will tell. Some interesting selections. We'd love to hear from you on double eight double three oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. 
If you want to have your say, please give us a call or give us a text on the text machine. And uh, Andy Ellis, uh, formidable halfback in his own right, will talk to us after 7 o'clock. Yeah, and it is time for the SENZ roll call as well. Text us now, double eight double three, as he said. Where are you listening to us? We want to know where you are, what you're doing, and, and how you're listening to us as well, and, and what your reaction to that All Black team is. Double eight double three, uh, the SENZ roll call. Uh, we also have a $100 Adidas golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas golf. Visit Adidas. Adidas.co.nz. Get away with golf. T's and C's apply. Here is clue number one for who am I? I made my test debut in a loss to Australia in 1999. I made my test debut in a loss to Australia in 1999. That is your first clue for who am I and that $100 Adidas golf voucher. Uh, get your texts in for that one as well. Of course, we are being dominated by the chat about the All Blacks, that All Black squad. It. You got it? You got it? Pretty obvious. Really? Okay. If I go to the other clues. Oh, if you go to the other clues. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, well, Izzy's got it. Izzy's got it. Make sure you stay tuned for clues two and three. We'll do those at uh, top of the hour right throughout the uh, show. But uh, yesterday a story came out as well, as Izzy, that I'd like to touch on before you get to some texts. Michael Maguire, New South Wales yeah. coach. Um, yeah. To be honest, I've got to say, didn't see that coming. Mm, didn't see that coming at all. Um, interesting. And I know Kempi's hurting. He's uh, pretty sad there, Lion, and in bed about the situation. But does that mean he's leaving the Kiwis? Because I was reading he can pretty much do both. Well, I would have thought he could do both. But, you know, mm. uh, I, I guess uh, it depends on what Australian Rugby League or New South Wales Rugby League want to do as to whether they see it that way, right? Because mm. they, you know, I mean, we've seen it in the past with the way Aussie League works. I mean, Mel Meninga basically only does the kangaroos job and they only play once every three years you yeah. know uh, so yeah, yeah it's a, it's interesting and you know, i was hearing um kempi's concerns uh when he was on the show yesterday talking about it all and you can just hear the pain in his in his in his in his voice um but then on the flip side if he goes to new south wales and he potentially leaves the kiwis role that's what we're after weren't we mm. that's what we want so, you know someone potentially kiwi to come in and and, and fill that role, whoever that is. I, I hear uh, Benji Marshall's been touted, but maybe too young into his coaching career might be a bit too early for him. But on the flip side, on a positive note, if he gets an opportunity to go there and he flips on that Kiwis job, there's a role there that's opened up where potentially was going to be closed till 2025. Yeah, there, I think if you're the West Tigers, you don't want Benji taking this. You want him to be completely focused on mm. the Tigers. So, yeah, maybe yep. it is an older head. Maybe it is. Uncle Kimpy, uh, coaching the Kiwis. Will it, will Who else is there? Who else is there, Rick Doll? When you think about the Kiwis' role, we want it to make it our our own team, our own identity, our own you know personnel. When you think of the Kiwi coaches going around, we've had Stephen Kearney in the role before. Would he go back and take it again? Probably not. Um, you know, Benji Marshall. Nah, he's probably a bit too young. Stacey Jones, he's having a little crack at, uh, at the Warriors. Everyone's calling for him to be a part of that job. I would absolutely love that. Whether he wants it, I don't think so, from what I'm hearing. But, mm. I, I mean, it's, I, th- I think if you're the Warriors, that's that's great, right? I, I would I would happily have Stacey as the assistant at the Warriors and head coach of the Kiwis because it gives him some head coaching experience and that creates mm. that pathway. You know, who knows how long we're going to have Andrew Webster. So it, yeah. no, I, 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 don't, I don't hate that idea. The other one, and just throw this out there because I don't know what his plans are. We had him on the show earlier in the week, but David Kidwell, 
He's, he's mm. a, he, you know, he, he's gone to Union to be the defence coach of the Pumas, but he's coached the Māori All Stars and things in the past. He's obviously been an assistant at the at the Eels, an assistant at the Storm. Is he another option? Mate, there's there's so many options. There there are uh, like no, if you, there isn't, I agree with that. If you think about it, it's very limited in terms of Kiwi people coming back. Like David Kidwell's had his time in the sun, you know. Like it probably didn't go the way. That everyone would have hoped when he had um, you know, team back in the day, but whether he come back and do a full circuit to have another crack and maybe he's grown his coaching kind of style, the way that he does it. So that could potentially fill it's an interesting one. If Madge leaves, it's a huge gap to fill. I don't think it's as obvious as, as people think. I, I can see there, um Stacey Jones definitely taking the role, but whether that's too too early, you know, we have to wait and see. Kempy's up. Stacey Jones should take the coach. Should be coach. He agrees. Um, but whether he's keen, I, I don't know. Just from talking to him, Rick Dogg, he just he's got a little little bit of doubt about it. Mm, well, it's, uh, Kempe actually jumped on with SEN Australia to say this yesterday afternoon. We have become a breeding ground for Australian uh, NRL clubs. And now what it looks like for the NZRL to promote Australians into jobs within Australian structures. And for me, being an ex-Kiwi, I'm I'm actually I'm actually hurting mm. because the black jersey and I'll tell you why, fellas, because back in 2010 when Jason Tomalolo decided to play for the Kiwis, Mel Meninga had signed him for Queensland. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I and I flew over and talked to Jason and his family up in North Queensland and got him to decide to play for New Zealand because he was a he was a, a South Auckland kid. Went over there, made it at, at the Cowboys. We knew we, we could see the writing on the wall, as, as Mel could do. And we got in the fight. And it was the first time that we got in the fight. And we started to fight for players, left and right. That was Mel, Mel Meninga and, and, and the New Zealand Rugby League. Well, guess what? Now there's four other um, Pacific Islanders in the fight. They're winning hands down. Tonga, Samoa, the Cook Islanders, Fiji, they're winning hands down now, taking players back to their jersey. Australia and New Zealand being the two tier one teams, are losing this battle. Mm. And for me, what it looks like when Madge goes back to coach the Blues is it's another win for the Australians. And New Zealand Rugby League, this is why it's a shot across their bow, they need to grow some kahunas here and they need to say, we'll promote our own. And I'll tell you what it could look like. Stacey Jones could coach the Kiwi team and he could surround it with players, such with ex-players and coaches such as Nathan Kalis, uh, Tommy Lulawai, young Slade Griffin. We could start to create a pathway to, to bring our own people through. But the but the the main thing about the sugar is that they know what it takes to be a a, a person inside that black jersey. And when you get someone that goes, well, it was a pathway into New South Wales, that doesn't sit well with me. There you go. Tony Kemp uh, yesterday going off on a heater on SEN over the ditch. Uh, a few texts already through saying he doesn't sound very sick, is he? But there you go. Poor old Kemp, he can't get a break. Grumpy bugger, grumpy fella. <laughs> nah, nah, he makes he makes real sense, he doesn't does. he? Like, oh, my only concern is is Stace has never really been confident and adamant and vocal about joining the Kiwis. You know, like I, I'd a hundred percent see him in there. I just hope that he wants to have that job and take that job. Only time will tell, and Kempi will get the gravy out of him to to have a crack at it. Now that manager's gone and, and he hasn't signed yet, has been confirmed, but there's speculation that he's going to go over and coach New South Wales. Well, you know, Greg Peters, make the decision that this is an opportunity for to grow our own and build our pathways in New Zealand and start getting that identity and mana back into that jersey. 
Well said. Well said. As he keep your text rolling through, double eight, double three, SENZ roll call. Where are you listening? What are you doing? And how are you listening to us? Your thoughts on that all black team as well. We'll get to more of your texts shortly. You need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan Mobile. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.